Greenlight is the debit card and app for kids and teens. Now with investing. Investing is key to building long-term wealth. And with Greenlight, your kids can learn to invest at any age. They research stocks to buy, invest as little as $1, and you approve every trade. Track progress over time and learn about the world of investing together. Ready to invest in your kids' futures? Visit greenlightcard.com today for your free month trial. Welcome to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Celle. We are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. For everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, 95.1, and 12.30 on the AM dial in Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas. The NFL season has kicked off. It is finally here. And there were some great moments. There was your average moments. And then there was your what just happened happened moments. The Arizona Cardinals beating the reigning, defending NFC champions in the San Francisco 49ers was one of those what-the-heck moments. You have to understand that the San Francisco 49ers, they dominated in 2019. They took almost everybody behind the woodshed and they made sure that everybody was under their control. They dominated the whole entire NFC. So for week one of the 2020 NFL season, for them to get beaten by a second-year quarterback. For them to get beaten by a team that most people have written off for so many years now, it was a huge shock. But should have it been, though? Should have it been a shock that the Arizona Cardinals beat the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to say no. And here's why. The Arizona Cardinals have a bright future in the NFL. When I made my NFL predictions recently, I said here on air that the Arizona Cardinals are one year away, but they have a bright future that they are going to be a powerhouse in 2021. 2020 will be their stepping stone. And from what I saw, it's only one game. 
the Arizona Cardinals have shown exactly my point. The Cardinals are are proving that stepping stone that DeAndre Hopkins is a top five wide receiver in the NFL. Kyler Murray, the quarterback who's been receiving a lot of MVP votes this up and during this season, looks like a guy who could be an NFL. MVP candidate. He was that good against Arizona. Now, yes, are there going to be growing pains for this team? Absolutely. But the takeaway you can have from the Cardinals beating the 49ers is that the Cardinals are no longer going to be the laughingstock of their division. They are no longer going to be the team that everyone makes jokes about in the NFC. They finally have a young quarterback that they can proudly put on their shoulders and say, hey, we got this guy. They have a very solid running back in Kenyon Drake which the Cardinals have conveniently had a surplus of solid running backs over the last decade, decade and a half. Uh, Edgerin James, you've had Beanie Wells, you've had uh, Tim Hightower, you've had uh, a quick pit stop with Adrian Peterson, David Johnson, but there are running backs who have came from the Cardinals system Kenyon Drake is another name to add to that list. You got DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, three solid wide receivers. Their offensive line obviously is going to improve over time. I'm not going to critique them yet. It's way too soon. Let's focus on the main uh, at, on the main course. All right, the offensive line, that would be the appetizer. But the main course is the big five issues, and that's quarterback, running back, wide receiver, defensive back, and linebacker. And the Arizona Cardinals' defense, from what I observed, has also steadily improved their team. Uh, I like what I've seen from their young talent on the defensive side of the ball as well. So my angle from the Arizona Cardinals is this. They are still one year away, like I predicted in my 2020 NFL prediction video. But understand that they have the stepping stone in 2020 to be that team in 2021. This year will be the growing pains. Next year will be the year the Arizona Cardinals rise to the top of the NFC West. And if we're going to keep it in Arizona for a second, what about the Pac-12 conference? Now, to give you some context, uh, my family... 
are they're they're University of Utah fans. And by association, my college football team is University of Utah. I got that from my grandfather. You know, I I, I went to Utes games when I lived in Utah. I like the team. It felt empty on Saturday, not turning on the cable and watching University of Utah or University of Arizona or Arizona State University, uh, USC, UCLA. It felt strange that it's college football season. You had Oklahoma. You had Texas. You have all these teams playing, but the Pac-12 wasn't on. And on occasion, I'll turn it on the AT&T Sportsnet and watch the Mountain West. But once again, the Mountain West wasn't on either. So when you have the two conferences that are normally on your television set in the Pac-12 and the Mountain West, Saturday felt weird. It felt strange. It felt abnormal because during college football season, I'm used to going onto the couch, sitting down, flipping through the channels, and watching University of Utah, going to AT&T Sportsnet, watching maybe Nevada Reno. Uh, we had the big, the big Ten Network turning that on, watching you know, some Indiana or Illinois or Rutgers or one of those teams go at it from the Big Ten. Uh, We also have the Texas Longhorn Network, so I would have wanted to watch them. I could have. So, yes, I still had my options, but I I didn't have a need to watch college football this past weekend because of what conference my team is in. All right, University of Utah is in the Pac-12, and because they're not playing, I didn't feel the need to watch college football. You know, that, that was the piece of the pie that I wasn't needing at that point. In fact, if I remember correctly, I think I just turned on uh, IndyCar and just watched the IndyCar race for majority of the day. So... When it came to Saturday, college football and the Pac-12 not being on, college football and the Mountain West Conference not being on, allowed me to watch IndyCar. It allowed me to watch the Vegas Golden Knights. It allowed me to watch the NASCAR race at Richmond. So yeah, it allowed me to watch different sports, but it just felt odd that it is Saturday it's college football time but there's no Utes football on the television so my angle is that for people who are fans of the Pac-12 people who are fans of the Mountain West people who are fans of the Big Ten over there like yeah you can watch your classics Like, I know there's a lot of classic games that are on the Big Ten Network, but you can watch all of those classic films, but it's not the same. It is not the same of turning on the television, going to your favorite streaming service, 
and watching your favorite team live football. So Pac-12, Mountain West, Big Ten, I feel your pain because I'm on the same boat. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco. Stay tuned for baseball. We'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Chile. We are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P-T-V. 
It is weird to say because it feels like it's gone so quick, but the MLB regular season is almost coming to an end. Like, it feels not that long ago that I went onto this show, I was talking into this microphone, and I was telling you about the start of the 2020 MLB season. It doesn't seem that long that I was talking about MLB and the MLB Players Association and the whole dispute and debacle that they were going it they were going at each other that was 3 months ago but with this whole pandemic that 3 months makes it feel like it's a lot shorter in time so MLB season is coming to an end the regular season they're going to have the 16 team playoff and look, I can do what every analyst, every insider, and every person on your radio and television will do. And that's talk about the Dodgers. That's talk about the athletics. You know, talk about the teams that are doing great here on the West Coast. But we're going to do something a little different here on the Sports Angle. Let's talk about the teams that aren't terrible, but are not good either. Like they're the definition of mediocrity at its finest. And conveniently enough, there are two teams that fit the bill. Two teams on the completely different spectrum on the West Coast, but yet they are on the same boat as they have a superstar on their team. They have a face of the franchise, but yet they can't win with them. They have a superstar who should be carrying them to World Series success, but for some reason... For out of no for no reason at all, they just can't get over that hump. They just can't get over that glass ceiling. All right, they can't break through and get to a serious playoff push. And those two teams are the Los Angeles Angels, and the other team on that list is the. Colorado Rockies. It's kind of convenient how they have a similar story in baseball. I want you to think about this for just a second. The Los Angeles Angels have a player who has been considered by most as the best player in baseball in Mike Trout. They have a player who is leaps and bounds better than majority of the MLB players that he is going up against. All right, he is top five, no doubt. You, you can put him at number one. So many people do. But what happens with the Angels year after year after year? They will finish 
a couple of games below 500, maybe a game or two below above 500, or sometimes they will finish exactly at the 500 mark. The Angels during the Mike Trout era, outside of that one year they lost 88 games and looked awful. They have pretty much been, during the Mike Trout, Albert Pujols era, have been the definition of not terrible enough to tank, not great enough to contend for the World Series. They're in. They're just meh. Like, is there a nicer way to say that, like, without being negative? They're just average. They're a team that if you watch the Angels play, and I've watched them play, I have them on my television, they are an average baseball team. They're not going to impress you. They're not going to blow you away with these dominant wins. They're not going to be so terrible that they're going to lose by 10 runs. But they're average enough where if they score five, six runs in a game, they can win by one. That is who the Los Angeles Angels are. And look, there's nothing wrong with being average, except majority of the time, when you are an average team, your goal is to eventually move up on the ladder and become a playoff team. Well, the Angels, during the 10 years that Mike Trout has been there, they have never made it to the playoffs. During his entire run with the team, they have never gotten to a wild card game. They have never won the AL West. And it's really sad, by the way, as we're talking about the two teams in MLB that are one and the same. So you have the Angels on one hand, who they've had Mike Trout since 2011. They have not made any playoff appearances despite having the quote-unquote best player in baseball. Well, Rocco, how does the Colorado Rockies match this equation? Well, for anybody who watches the Colorado Rockies, you will know that they have their own version of Mike Trout, a guy who, when he is performing at level numbers, is a, a top five player in baseball. That when he was, when he's in his prime and he's hitting dingers, he is without a doubt among the elite of the elite in baseball, and that is Nolan Arenado. To give you some context, around two years ago, I actually went to a Colorado Rockies game. I watched them live in Arizona, and Nolan Arenado impressed me immediately. I liked what I saw from him live, because it's one thing to watch them on your television set, it's another to watch them live. For anyone who has 
uh, been a longtime baseball fan, you will confirm that with me. That there is a huge difference between watching a superstar live on television and watching a superstar up close and personal in uh, at a ballpark, at a stadium. All right? So I watched Nolan Arenado. They played the Diamondbacks. I had a t- I had tickets. I won from a radio station. So I went to a Diamondbacks and Rockies game, watched Nolan Arenado. He is the legit deal. Okay, he's a real deal in Colorado. But once again, the Colorado Rockies have done pretty much nothing with Nolan Arenado. Just like the Angels have done pretty much nothing with Mike Trout. Oh, but the Colorado Rockies, they've at least made it to the playoff with Nolan Arenado. Yeah, a wild card game, and they lost. Okay, they made it to a wild card game against the Diamondbacks, and that was a couple of years ago, mind you. All right, that was back in 2017 was the last time the Rockies made it to a wild card game. Okay? And if anybody does remember, 2018, they went up against the Chicago Cubs in a... And they went up against the Chicago Cubs as well in 2018. And then eventually lost in the very next round. So... The Colorado Rockies, yes, have made it to a wild card game, but they have never been the World Series contender with Nolan Arenado. Just like how Mike Trout has never been a World Series contender with the Los Angeles Angels. The only difference, and I'm going to get to my angle, the only difference with Nolan Arenado Versus Mike Trout is that Nolan Arenado has expressed disdain. Nolan Arenado has expressed that he doesn't like being on a team that's stuck in neutral. You have heard those reports about him getting traded this past offseason. You heard the reports that the Colorado Rockies were listening to trade offers for Nolan Arenado. Now he stayed with the team. So he's still on the roster. My angle. Is that Trout isn't going to leave. But Nolan Arenado. Is going to leave. The Colorado Rockies. This is the sports angle. I'm your host Rocco. We'll get into auto racing. So we'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. 
you will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. In times of economic uncertainty and chaos, your money means nothing. You may not even be able to get it from your bank or ATM. And the money you do have in the stock market will go down and down. What you can bank on is gold and silver. Gold and silver have been a reliable and trusted form of currency for thousands of years. Gold and silver have never been worth zero, and typically gold holds its value during economic turmoil. Call the gold hotline now and learn how to protect your money and your assets with gold and silver. And learn how to set up a new IRA or roll over your current one into a gold-backed IRA. Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand assembled in the USA, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you, ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 to get 15% off your order today. That's code POD15 at FractureMe.com. Enjoy! Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot, Neil. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Chile. We are live on AMP TV, double A-M-P TV. For everyone listening on Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas and CBS Sports KSIX 95.1, 96.1, and 12.30 on the AM dial in Corpus Christi and the greater Houston area. For anyone who stays up to date with our social media, and for anyone who follows me on social media, at Rocco Chelli Radio, R-O-C-C-O-C-E-L-L-I Radio, you will know that I recently made my NASCAR playoff prediction. And I told you who I thought was the final four in the NASCAR Cup Series, their AAA, known as the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and their AA, known as the NASCAR Truck Series. And I got some feedback from that. There were people who were saying that I was incredibly biased towards one manufacturer. There were people who said that I was nuts to leave two drivers out of the Final Four in the NASCAR Cup Series. But after watching Darlington and after watching Richmond, I don't look that crazy now. My final four for the people who don't follow me on social media in the NASCAR Cup Series, I had Brad Keselowski from Team Penske, Joy Logano from Team Penske, Denny Hamlin from Joe Gibbs Racing, and Chase Elliott from Hendrick Motorsports. Now, for anyone who watches NASCAR, the two names that immediately pop out to you is Kevin Harvick from Stuart Haas Racing and Martin Truex Jr. from Joe Gibbs Racing. I had so many people telling me, oh, you don't watch NASCAR. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Those two are going to make it. They have made it pretty much ever since the NASCAR playoffs was created. I mean, for crying out loud, Kevin Harvick won the first race of the playoff. Let me explain my logic. And I decided to use this segment to explain my logic for two things. One, my exclusion of Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex Jr. And two, the reason I have Brad Keselowski winning his second Cup Series championship. So let's focus on the first one. Kevin Harvick has been, without a doubt, the most dominant driver in NASCAR this regular season. Okay? He has taken NASCAR into a whole other atmosphere. And as Kevin Harvick being my favorite driver in NASCAR, another fact that makes me laugh when people say I'm just a Harvick hater, even though he's my favorite driver, he has been, ever since, going from Richard Childress Racing to Stuart Haas Racing, he has dominated in the last six years. However, that final round heading into Championship 4 is what concerns me. Those three tracks have statistically been a hit or miss for Kevin Harvick. He will either hit and he will get top fives. 
he will win and he will have dominating performances at those three tracks. But when he misses, oh boy, he misses hard. It could be a problem on pit road. It could be a mechanical failure. Could be an engine problem. I mean, heck, we've seen in the past uh, a tire blowout and causing him to end his race early. That third and final round heading into championship is why I have Kevin Harvick missing. I know he has that playoff advantage because he has all those playoff points. But that's only a buffer. That buffer is only good if you continue to perform like advertised. But if you keep slipping, if you have failure after failure after failure in place, you are not going to have that buffer to rely on that much. So if Kevin Harvick has two misses, even three misses in that round, he will not advance, regardless of what the playoff points say on paper. I've said this on the show, and I'll say it again. The race is on the track. Yeah, we could talk about on paper, and we could talk about how great a driver is statistically, but then the driver has to put that helmet on, get inside that 3,500-pound stock car, and they got to go do the job. So if Kevin Harvick hits or misses in that final in that final round leading up to the championship four, if he has multiple misses, he will not sink his battleship. Or more importantly, Kevin Harvick will not be able to make it into championship four. Martin Truex Jr. to me is more simple. He has been consistent in getting into the top 10, getting into the top 5. But those final three tracks heading in to Phoenix Raceway for the championship four, Truex doesn't have that buffer like Harvick does. If Harvick has a bad race or two, that will affect them. But theoretically, he should be fine if he has one bad race. If Truex has a bad race, he only had, I believe, six or seven playoff points heading into the playoffs. So if Martin Truex Jr. has a bad race, and this is the round of eight, mind you, you have theoretically the eight best drivers in NASCAR competing for a championship. So the points differential is going to be closer. That gap is not going to be as wide as 16 drivers it is now. So if Truex has a mess up, if there's a mishap that happens, Truex won't be able to rely on those playoff points as a cushion. That's why I have him getting eliminated. It's because he doesn't have that buffer. So why do I have Brad Keselowski winning the championship? As we're talking about the NASCAR playoffs and my playoff prediction here on the sports angle, it's simple. Throughout this entire season, the bow ties have struggled. Throughout the entire season, Toyota has been lacking in terms of wins. Unless you're Denny Hamlin, and I'm going to preface that, unless you are Denny Hamlin, being in victory lane has been a rarity for anybody else from the Toyota camp. Just like it's Chevy. But Chevrolet, outside of Hendrick Motorsports, 
nobody else has really been consistently dominant during this NASCAR season from the bow ties. So understand that Ford has been the dominant manufacturer. Ford has been the team that has been on top consistently on the practice charts during the grid for qualifying, okay? And I'm saying this as a hyperbole because obviously there is no practice in qualifying. But what I'm saying is that throughout the race, during the stages, stage one, stage two, throughout the entire race, Ford has consistently been running multiple cars in the top 10. They have been the manufacturer that's picked up win after win after win. Team Penske has been quietly one of the most dominant manufacturers in this sport. Brad Keselowski has been consistently dominant at short tracks. He won at Loudoun. He won at Richmond. He had a very good performance at Bristol uh, all, all those months ago. When they drive at short tracks, Brad Keselowski is very good. Now, why do I bring that up? What is Phoenix International Raceway? What is ISM? A short track. Phoenix is a short track. It is a track configuration that would fit Brad Keselowski's specialty. Because his specialty is short track racing. Understand that they're going to have to go to Martinsville, which is another track that is a short track. And a track that Brad Keselowski has won at in the past. So, if you have consistent performances at short tracks, and the finale is pretty much a short track by default, wouldn't that mean that your odds would go up to win at Phoenix? Wouldn't your odds of winning a championship go up if you have consistently been dominant at short tracks this year? Joy Logano, his teammate, his counterpart, Who won the Phoenix race uh, all the way back in March? Oh, it just so happened to be Joey Logano. Penske has been good at those tracks. Ford has been good at that track. So there's a reason I put Keselowski and Logano as my 1A and my 1B to win the championship. Because at Phoenix, the final race of the season... The drivers who are dominant at the short tracks are going to make a statement. The drivers who are consistently running up front at Bristol, at Richmond, at Martinsville, at Phoenix, they are going to be the drivers that are going to have the most most opportunity to win the 2020 Bill France Cup, which is the NASCAR championship. We're going to continue our auto racing conversation here on The Sports Angle. We'll be right back. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. 
For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Welcome back to The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Celle. Follow the show at thesportsangle.com and on social media at The Sports Angle. Formula One has had a up-and-down season. You have had the expected dominance of Mercedes-Benz, Lewis Hamilton, uh, Bottas, you know, you have these drivers who are among the best of the best. And, of course, it was a 1-2 Mercedes finish at the recent Grand Prix, the Tuscan Grand Prix. But that wasn't what everybody was talking about. That wasn't the conversation that Formula One fans were having during this Grand Prix. It was the fact that we didn't just have one safety car have to come out. It was the fact that we had not one, but two red flags in Formula One. 
Now, to give you some context, a red flag in Formula One only goes out when there is a bad wreck that forces the entire field to pretty much go dead silent. Like, pretty much they force the field to come to a dead stop in Formula One. Now, the first one was the fact that you had Lance Stroll, who just went straight on into tire barriers. That caused the first one. And then the second one was the big pileup you had on the restart uh, for the midway point of the race. Now, you have fans who blame Haas. You have fans who blame other drivers in the field. You had Antonio Giovinazzi. You had, you know, Romain Grosjean, Kevin Magnussen. You know, there were all these drivers involved in this huge pileup. I don't think there is exactly one driver to blame. I think that there was more than one that deserves the blame. But there is something interesting that did develop from that big crash. And it's the fact that if you have caused multiple red flags during a season, should your super license, your F1 license to compete, should it be revoked? If you have caused multiple infractions during the season, should your license be taken away from you until you earn your credit back? Because for anyone who watches Formula One, you already know this. But for the people who don't, I'm going to tell you what the licenses are. Is that in order to obtain a Formula One license, you have to attain a certain amount of points by the F the FIA to compete for Formula One. And how do you get those, you might ask? Simple. You get it by racing in uh, F the Formula F2 series, the Formula F3 series, the Formula 2000 series. They got series in Japan. Like, there are all of these series that you earn points on your license to keep moving up. Now, if you have earned enough points on your license and or you buy enough points on your license because you're a pay driver, you pretty much can earn your way into Formula One. Now, there is a good percentage of drivers who have earned their way into Formula One. They've accumulated all of those points to on their F1 license and they're in the sport off of that. On the other hand, there are certain drivers who, thanks to money, have paid for a Formula One license. And conveniently, one of those drivers, I'm going to say his name just because everyone in Formula One kind of knows who I'm talking about here. And that is Roman Grosjean. He drives for Haas, the, the American team. He has been in the sport for a long time. Since 2009, he has been driving 
in the Formula One system. You know, Formula F3, Formula F2. But he wasn't dominating in the lower series. And somehow, some way, he earned a Formula One ride in the early 2010s. And then we had the major incident that happened in 2012 that caused Formula One to strip him of his license. Now, he earned it back, and he is still in the sport to this day, but 2012, in my recollection, is the last time that Formula One revoked someone's Formula One license for reckless driving, for actions that were too reckless on the track. Could that happen once again in Formula One? Because we all know that there have been certain drivers in Formula One who keep making mistake after mistake after mistake. You have drivers like Nicholas Latifi and Williams, who really has been a backmarker his entire Formula One career, but he's with Williams, so I get it. Could he eventually be demoted back down to F2, or will his money keep him in F1? Antonio Giovinazzi. He has been with Alfa Romero for the last two years. He hasn't been special. You know, he hasn't been lighting up the charts. He gets his occasional point. As we're talking about Formula One uh, and their license system here on the sports angle, could he be demoted back down to F2? Because understand that we have seen this before, where a driver has been demoted to either a test driver or demoted down to an F2 ride because they couldn't hack it in Formula 1. Brandon Hartley, there's been plenty examples of drivers who didn't work out in Formula 1 and they were caused to go back down and to be a practice driver. Go back down to being an F2 ride once again. And after that big one that we saw on the front stretch at the Tuscan Grand Prix, if there is one more of those, if there is a driver who has his third red flag in one season in Formula 1, I won't be surprised if the FIA says, okay, we're going to have you sit over here. We need to talk. I mean, for the people in the chat and for all the people who are listening right now, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Because I believe in Formula One, if you have been a part of three red flags in one season where you caused the entire field to come to a dead stop, that ramifications should happen uh, afterwards. I mean, if you get into three incidents in your car, wouldn't your insurance company eventually say, put their hands up in the air and say, all right, we're done. I mean, isn't that how life works? Like, if you have got into three incidents in a span of a year, I don't think most insurance companies would want a deal with you. 
I don't think most people who work at a car dealership, as long unless you have a boatload of money, would really want to deal with you because of your driving record. And that's what Formula One, according to them, is what they care about. They care about your driving record. That's why I brought up the Ramon Grosjean incident from 2012. He was reckless. He took out Lewis Hamilton, took out some great drivers during a Grand Prix in 2012, and it caused him to have his license revoked because of reckless driving. And I won't be surprised if in Formula One, if this driver gets into a third red flag this season, that he will get his license revoked because of reckless driving. That's what they should do. And here on the sports angle, my angle is that that is what the FIA should do. They should, if he gets into his third red flag this season, they should revoke his Formula One license and force him to earn it back just like they did with Grosjean back in 2012. Because Formula One, the whole purpose of Formula One is that you're supposed to have the 20 of the best drivers in the world competing alongside each other. You're supposed to have the 20 best of the best competing, not 18 of the 20 best and two guys who keep on making mistakes. That is what Formula One should do, and that's what I'm saying is going to happen if there is a third red flag in three consecutive races in Formula One. So the next Grand Prix that they go to, which is conveniently still in Italy, by the way, if they have another one, I will be shocked if there's no ramifications. But outside of all of that, man, I have loved watching Formula One this year. Like, I know that Mercedes has dominated this season, but look at the positive here. Lewis Hamilton is one win away from tying Michael Schumacher, a record that really six years ago, Formula One fans thought was never going to be broken. When Michael Schumacher hung it up from Mercedes earlier in the 2010s, I don't think anyone expected Lewis Hamilton, let alone any driver in Formula One, to match his 92 wins in Formula One. But yet, seven years later, Lewis Hamilton is one win away from tying Michael Schumacher. And it's a a feat that is amazing in its own right. And I'm going to give credit to Michael Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton because those two have performed among the elite of the elite in Formula One. And those two are definitely in the conversation for the greatest of all time. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Celle. 
This is The Sports Angle. See you next time. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA. Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS health hub. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.